Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Cutting Room Floor. I am Joy Thayer, the producer of the Trump I Know Reawakening documentary series. Uh, so many other Selection things. Code. Selection Code. Yep. And who are you again? I'm a Mr. Joy. Oh, I thought you were just yes, a I'm, very attractive man. Yes, I, I'm in a cable knit sweater. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here uh, to, uh, to, to help propagate joy all over the world. Whoa. As best as I possibly can. No, my name is Matthew Thayer, and uh, I am uh, the director of pretty much everything that she's produced. So mm-hmm. um, there are some couple of things that you know, I didn't direct that you produced, but mm-hmm. most of it. Anyway, and uh, we work together all the time. And uh, on um, we, uh, we're just excited to be able to share with you clips from the documentaries that uh, didn't make it into or the films. documentary or into the films mm-hmm. uh, that uh, didn't make it in. So these yeah. are like little kind of special features. It's kind yeah. of looking at this. So our, our Rumble channel has a lot of special features. Uh, and um, But we also, but we did create another show uh, real quick. Before we get into uh, our cutting room floor, uh, we just want to plug our show that we dropped yesterday, uh, Spironomics, which is where oh we get to goodness. talk about uh, finances and uh, business and uh especially this is, right now yeah especially you right know now. i mean that's yeah. a good thing to learn yeah. in life it's something that i didn't grow up learning um and we get to talk to dr dr kirk elliott and phd we get to, squared phd squared yep. we get to find out firsthand from him on how we should be handling yep. our finances yep. uh wealth and investment and um just you know for people that are in survival mode what what is the best way to go about it Yep. And so our sponsor today is Spirogold.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, go there if you're worried about finances, like a lot of people are right now. Uh, you can go there and get a free guide, free consultation, and they'll walk you through some of the steps of what uh, what's the best possible way to uh, to protect your wealth right now when everything's kind of gone a little bit crazy. So, right. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, this one, this uh, cutting room floor. Really yeah. excited about this one yeah. uh, because uh, th- this is, we're talking about Laura Trump. Right. And Laura Trump is honestly one of our favorite people that yeah, we've ever is. met. She's just amazing. Um, and uh, we got to be actually be uh, in her home. So we got some photos to show you real quick. So this is uh, we, uh, the monitor system that we use uh, when we do interviews. Oh, and so I this... thought we were looking at their wallpaper. <laughs> no, yeah. It's classy and elegant. Yeah, and... So, so this is where we were kind of watching what the cameras were doing uh, when we were interviewing uh, Laura for the first time. <laughs> and then the next photo is... Uh, we were on the uh, Women for Trump bus, bus tour. tour. Yeah. yeah. So in this interview, right, this is us uh, either prepping or, or finishing everything. And we interviewed uh, Laura and Kaylee McEnany. Not Kaylee on this one. No, it was Katrina. Katrina. Yeah, Katrina Pearson was there. Laura, yeah. Katrina Pearson, and Mercedes Schlapp. And yeah. so we, we have an interview that you'll yeah. see in the documentary with them. Yeah. In it. Actually, so the, this this interview that we set up for never actually made it into the documentary. Did it not? So this might be oh. something that we actually get to use. So. Yeah, that was a good one. So this is where I was directing uh, Laura and Mercedes Schlapp and Brad Parscale at um, the, the RNC. RNC. Yep. And we were, that, that, in was Virginia. A, that, that was a really fun uh, yeah. moment in the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, this is when we get to just kind of hang out and Eric in his foyer there. And, mm-hmm. uh, this is when we were interviewing Laura and, um, yeah, uh, uh, Eric was leaving for work and mm-hmm. so he's a really good guy. Well, both Laura and Eric are really, really Very awesome down people. Very down to earth. Very down to earth yeah. people. I mean, we showed up with how many people? Uh, I think we had 13 people the first time we descended on their house. Yeah. We, we, we showed yeah. up and we had a full, full crew ready to go. Um, invading their space and they were so gracious about it and yeah. Laura was saying you know there's food in the pantry and blah blah yeah. and in this lovely picture 
is uh, because we were at the Trump golf, not golf course. We were, yeah, it was on yeah, the golf yeah, course the golf in New course, York. Yeah, their, their condo there is at the golf course. And, um, and so she was doing her Fox Live interviews mm-hmm. up there because they couldn't go into the city and do them because this was during 2020. Yeah. And some people were so. kind of like, why is Laura seem so dressed up and she's feeding her kids? And it's like, well, because she was working. She was working. She's a working mom. I mean, yeah. it just so happens that that part of her job yeah. is to be in front of the camera. So, And the, the funny part is, is that, you know, how many people we have that were so judgmental of, of everything and so critical. Right. And that's kind of the point of the movie is right. to to question your judgments. Exactly. Right? To question your judgments about these people. And, yeah. uh, but they, you know, Laura's just awesome. She's got her dog in the background there and... <laughs> Just <laughs> her dogs are, are strays, you know, yeah. so they get these stray dogs. Yeah. And so she says so she collects strays. So they're just they're anyway, but they're just a really amazing people. And this is when we interviewed uh, President Trump with mm-hmm. Laura in the uh, the White House yeah. there. And uh, so that's Joe uh, interviewing uh, President Trump. And Joe is kind of kind of the, the every man that we follow through the documentary. Uh, if you haven't seen the documentary. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but speaking of the documentary, where can um, they see it? You can actually go and see it, um, at, um, uh, it's Trump on Epic. Yep. Trump on Epic.com. You can go there and yeah. uh, it's on Epic uh, TV. It's also available on Amazon prime and, uh, mm-hmm. iTunes and Google play, yeah. but we like to push people towards Epic TV because, right. uh, there really are an amazing, amazing organization and you know, doing some good stuff. So, and we're really proud to have the Trump I know on there. Yes. So that's Trump on epic.com. But, uh, but let's go get to the clips. Okay, let's do it. All right. Well, I think their problem, uh, the Democrats problem from November 8th, 2016 until now has been that they've been so obsessed with Donald Trump that they haven't actually focused on their party. They haven't tried to improve the Democrat party. They haven't worked on getting great people to run. Um, in fact, they have just fought against Donald Trump every single day. And then we got down to election season. And because they had backed themselves into a corner, they just went, their, their, their knee-jerk reaction was, anything Donald Trump does, we're against it. So he says up, we say down. So, so many of these great policies that we saw under the, the first three years of Donald Trump's presidency, these were things that the Democrats talked about doing for a long time, like criminal justice reform. Donald Trump actually did that. And you see, you go down the line and you look at all of these things, and they've been fighting him every single day, every step of the way. So now they've backed themselves into a corner of being radical socialists. And I think they quickly realized, well, Gosh, I don't know. Does America want that? Let me tell you, America does not want that for sure. So they took the the nomination away from Bernie Sanders for a second time because I think a lot of people would agree they stole it from him to give it to Hillary Clinton, the chosen one at that moment for them. Uh, In 2016, they did it again now to have Joe Biden in there. But that not that their game plan every time? Just throw stuff against the wall, see what sticks, and, and they're, they're trying everything. They're trying to blame the coronavirus on Donald Trump. They're trying to blame civil unrest on Donald Trump. They're trying to blame everything they can on Donald Trump because that's all they have. You haven't heard from Joe Biden about some great ideas he has for the country because guess what? He doesn't have them. Joe Biden can barely figure out where he is or who is his wife and his his sister. I mean, this guy 
Really? This is the man we're considering to be the, the president of the United States? A poll that came out today, it is June, and a poll that came out today said that 55% of people believe that Joe Biden is in the early stages of dementia. And I don't think that that's lost on anybody. So I guess their plan is to do what they've been doing for the past three and a half years that, by the way, hasn't worked with Donald Trump to fight against him and, and blame everything on him. They tried it with Russia collusion, didn't work. They tried to impeach him over a Ukraine phone call, didn't work. They've been trying every step of the way to just fight Donald Trump instead of focusing on actually doing things that are positive for the American people. Don't think it's going to work for them. Yeah, there's two ways to elevate. Yeah. So as you saw, this was in the summer of 2020. So this was mm -hmm. two years ago. This was in June. And we actually decided not to include these clips in the Trump I Know because it's called the Trump I Know. So we wanted to stay focused on the story. And it was finding out who President Trump is, what his character is like, and get firsthand knowledge and everything from these women of, of about Trump. So now you have some good footage that didn't make it into a project because it didn't go, it didn't fit the, the project itself. Right, because we chose not to mention Democrats. We chose not to mention Biden. No. Because we wanted this to be more of a, a you know, kind of a timeless um, yep. project um, on the president and uh, his history up to that point. Um, and how the media had maligned him and right. how not only had the media maligned him, but how we had, as a society, had bought into that right. through social media. Because like we've told people, we, we didn't vote for him in 2016. No. We bought into that. Now, we didn't vote for Hillary either. We vote we voted Libertarian. But mm -hmm. um, we uh, we had bought into it. I mean, I was a never-Trumper. I even, I, I even told people that. Mm -hmm. and uh, And then now... Um, you know, and I think bringing that experience into making this documentary really helped right. because we've had a lot of people uh, who have used this and put this in front of uh, their Democrat friends um, right. to uh, to show them, you know, another uh, to kind of remind them of like, oh, he, you know, Trump was on Saturday Night Live. You know, right. he was on uh, he was Family in Home Matters. Alone. He was in Home Alone. Too. He was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The French Prince of Bel-Air, Bel uh -huh. not Family Matters. Sorry. Uh, and, uh, so anyway, but, um, yeah, so we had made that choice, but like Joy said, so this is clips that we couldn't use because mm -hmm. we were talking about Biden specifically. Right. But, and, and you can see like Laura's talking about that they actually threw Bernie Sanders under the bus mm -hmm. to get their yep. candidate of choice in. Yep. They did it again this last time, you know, they cheated. Then they've got Biden sitting in the office right now of the presidency and they have a very clear agenda of what they want to have happen. And they're trying to destroy uh, President Trump to this day. I mean, he just got sus subpoenaed for the yep. January 6th stuff. Yeah, you that, know, the, the committee just did out. the subpoena. And yeah. so anyway, we, we have a couple more clips we want to yep. share with you. A couple more clips. I think that if, if something like a broker convention all of a sudden were to happen for the, the Democrats and they put any other person in other than the person that they have suggested all of their voters chose to be their nominee, I think they have a much bigger problem on their hands. How do you explain that? What, I mean, what rationale do you have for doing that? Are they gonna come out and say that, that something is mentally off with Joe Biden? If that's the case, I mean, people have been talking about that for months and you let this go on, you let this continue. Um, and at that point, I just, I think it's too late. This hasn't been a, a truly vetted individual that you just thrust 
upon the stage. That's not how the process works. They try to cut corners every single day and they get away with it because the mainstream media does not hold them accountable. And by and large, the mainstream media is the marketing arm for the Democrat Party. So they've given a pass to everything every step of the way. But I don't think the people of the country are going to like that. There is a process put in place in this country for a very good reason. And whenever you try to circumvent that and do it a different way, it does not sit well with the public. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, well, and I, I remember uh, on that Super Tuesday where it just seemed like the entire um, lineup of the Democrats <laughs> just basically took one step backwards and left like Joe Biden kind mm-hmm. of like them and pushed him forward uh, because nobody was voting for him. If you remember, yeah. uh, if you remember up till Super Tuesday, like he didn't he didn't win anything. Yeah, he didn't win anything. Well, I, 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 if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, if somebody leave a comment, correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I don't believe he had won anything at that no. point. And, and uh, I, they just took you know, we Bernie. were talking about him taking, yeah, the, the votes away from Bernie. But I think Elizabeth Warren was was pretty pissed, too. You know, mm-hmm. she um, she has a lot of things that she's passionate about. I disagree with her policies and, and all that kind of stuff. But she really thought that she could do something that they would use her as uh, the representation for the party. And then they left her out high and dry well, as well. well which, I mean, she kind of backed up and gave her point with delegates to, I, to Biden as well. I, so, I don't I mean, disagree. It was kind of almost like everybody had a meeting. Uh-huh. That's you know, kind of crazy. It is. But, and then we're talking about mainstream media, you know, mm-hmm. and, and who do you actually trust? And so for us, one of the reasons that we were excited to get this on uh, Epic TV is because, you know, we we find that they do a really good job of trying to be unbiased, showing both sides of the story. Um, you both know, sides of the story, just telling information. Well, the truth. You know what I mean? Just telling yeah. information. Yeah. But, um, you know, they don't have a, an agenda of tr- trying to manipulate right. the, the American public or the right. world at large or anything like that. They don't, they're not uh, promoting propaganda and all that kind of stuff because they actually come from, mm-hmm. you know, communist China where there was censorship and everything. And they are, they're so excited to be able to share the truth right now yeah. while you still can share the truth. Right. So we really love them. If you have a news source that you love, uh, please share it below. If mm-hmm. there's a news source that you, are very concerned about, you know, we'd love to hear about what your concerns and why, why we shouldn't be listening to certain people. Um, super excited about, you know, Truth Social is now up and what Mike Lindell is doing with Frank's speech mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I think that um, we're sitting on a really good opportunity to have media start doing its job again. Yeah. Um, but what I thought was really fascinating was like the, these clips are from two years, over two years. Right. Ago, you know, and and uh, the, the Trumps were calling it. A lot of people were calling it at that point. But right. then, of course, you know, we understand that, you know, they, the, the insurrection of November 3rd happened and, uh, and the, the fraud that mm-hmm. uh, has been being uncovered mm-hmm. uh, and all of the stuff that's happened. Um, you know, it's, it's taken just a lot of steps to get to the point where people could actually see it. Yeah. But there were people that were seeing it. There were people that were calling it out. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's either just insightfully or prophetically or, or whatever. But um, yeah. you want to go ahead and yeah, let's play do one more clip. clip. One more clip. But you feel sorry for Joe Biden a lot of times. I mean, I think of him as like maybe a guy that could be my uncle and he's being like thrust out there in front of America. He really, I don't know if he has all of his faculties about him. And I remember watching the debates and being like, gosh, like I'm worried for Joe Biden. I'm supposed to be against all of these people. Yet I remember telling my husband like, oh my gosh, like I wonder what's gonna happen with Joe Biden. Nobody wants to vote for someone for whom they feel sorry, period. 
Think about Joe Biden trying to go to North Korea and negotiate with Kim Jong-un when he's out on an apology tour that he had for eight years with President Obama. He now doesn't even know where he is. Everything is sort of fumbled around and you sort of feel oh, sad for him. Think about him trying to get to the phase two China trade deal. I don't think so, folks. We know Joe Biden has a very cozy relationship with China. We know that his son, Hunter, got $1.5 billion from the Bank of China. So, I mean, right there, that already pushes me off. But, but whenever you talk about having a leader, someone who's a representative of, of your country, that person has to exude strength and confidence, and they have to be able to stand up on their own. I just don't feel that when I see Joe Biden. I never have. I was truly shocked whenever he got sort of any votes in the primaries. And, and now as their nominee, I mean, it, my whole point is, and I've always thought this, that you, you, you want somebody in the White House who's going to represent America, who shows strength and confidence and you know, we'll get the job done. And I don't think that people can put any confidence in Joe Biden doing any of that. <laughs> well, was she right on that? Oh, my you gosh. Know, still to this day, two years later, I don't know. I think that you, you joke and say everybody's got Biden remorse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, and the, the people actually didn't vote for Biden. If they voted, they were voting against President Trump. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is that, again, going back to what we were talking about in the documentary, was that just like, showing people like, hey, you know, remember when everybody liked Trump and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden the media just turned everybody, right. or not everybody, but a lot of people against him. Right. And, uh, but and still and, more people showed up to vote for him. Well, yeah, we, we know that. But um, <laughs> yeah, there was <laughs> speaking of inflation, there was a lot of inflation on uh, November 3rd and, you know, it was votes. But um, anyway, the uh, but yeah, they, they were voting against Trump, mm -hmm. not for something it's like printing votes, printing dollars, which is why I think <laughs> I, we I, I personally really love, uh, you know, President Trump and his approach on stuff, because right. it's like when you're voting for for him, you're voting for something because mm -hmm. it's like he casts vision. He's a builder. He sees things that can that can be improved or built or created. Mm -hmm. And he's always casting that vision forward rather than, you know, oh, I'm, you know, so, um, you know, but right now, I mean, people are pointing out like just how the Democrat Party is pretty much destroying itself. Right. Um, but I don't think that that's improper to point out, but then point out like, this is what we're building towards. Right. Know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but then, you know, what she was talking about with like the foreign policy of Biden, which I thought mm -hmm. was really interesting pulling this clip back up, considering right. everything that we kind of find ourselves yeah. in right now. Right. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, well, I mean, I think the fact I would love somebody to fact check, uh, the $1.5 billion that Hunter got from mm -hmm. the Chinese bank. Yeah. You know, like post that in there. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to justice being served at some point. Um, hopefully on this side of eternity would be great. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> Soon, Soon would be awesome. Would be nice. Um, but that, yeah, yeah. what I thought was cool with her point of like um, not exuding strength. Right. Right. And, you know, with, uh, you know, with, with Trump, we had, we had peace with North mm -hmm. Korea. We had peace with Russia. We yeah. had peace in the Middle East. You know, and then here we are, we got Russia, you know, just kind of going crazy with mm -hmm. Ukraine. You've got uh, North Korea throwing missiles in the air again. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got 
you know, OPEC, which is middle, basically the Middle East, you right. know, like, I mean, Biden's basically going like, oh, nobody F's with the Biden. And then all of a sudden it's like, here you got the Middle East going like, yeah, well, we'll do it, you know, and with <laughs> OPEC and everything else, finger. yeah, basically giving them the big, big, big middle finger. And so, you know, what, what Laura was saying there is, you know, is, is exactly right on. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people, like you said, that have Biden remorse now right. because, they're seeing it now. It's like mm-hmm. we voted against President Trump because we're like, oh, well, he well, he's mean, mean tweets, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, uh, orange man bad, you know, kind of like this t- Trump derangement syndrome. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden it's like, well, this is th- th- this is what you helped put into place. Right. Um, you know, so it's kind of it's kind of scary right now. And a lot of people are starting to, you know, to feel yeah. it. So, yeah, for those that actually voted for Biden, you know, which I don't think was very many people, but, um, yeah, yeah. I think that they even regret what they have done. I I agree. I agree. There's a lot of people I think that are so, yeah. Well, I hope that Laura runs for something, for something someday. I I think after the kids are a little older, I think she might, Um, she would be amazing because she was talking about doing the Senate run, She was, uh, but then decided that she didn't want to do that because, you know, it's hard. I mean, she was even talking about it in the documentary of being away from the kids. Yeah. I mean, we, we do, you know, we raise kids while we mm-hmm. do what we do and we're very fortunate to homeschool and they get to do a lot of experiences yep. with us. And yep. so that's such a huge blessing. But um, anyway, you know, we've got some more clips coming up this next week. Yep. Yep. Um, we have Sparonomics Kids uh, oh, tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yep, Abigail gonna yep. is going to be asking Dr. Kirk Elliott about money. Which was hilarious. I was sitting behind the camera just laughing away. She asked some really good questions. It was so good. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, tell us, doctor. What's the answer to that? You know? (laughs) Really good, but really basic, but really good questions. Yeah. And and, uh, Dr. Kirk was complimentary. He was. He was like, you know, most adults don't even ask that question, honey. (laughs) She was like all proud of herself. So speaking of spiromomics, just real quick, if you want to click on and check out uh, the, uh, the, yeah, there goes our show. That's all right. We're, we're we're this is all live. We're all learning. It's good, but this is uh, our show: uh, Trump predictions, inflation, and who in the heck is Clodius? We mm. had a little history lesson, which was really fun. Um, and then I just again, like saying Clodius. Clo- Clodius, Clodius is, a, is Clodius. Clodius is a kind of a fun word to it say. Is. It's like it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like it's like potato. Potato's not that fun. Potato is well. Clodius. Clodius. Yes. Clodius. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, but uh, the sponsor today, uh, SpiroGold.com, you get a free guide. You know, Biden is obviously tanking the economy, mm-hmm. uh, whether you, whether it's just because of ineptitude or because it's on purpose, you know, either way, protect yourself. And mm-hmm. you do have the ability to protect yourself. Financial freedom is an individual choice. Go to SpiroGold.com for a free guide and consultation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have wonderful people helping you there. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, yeah, this has been fun and uh, looking forward to uh, when we get to drop some more next week. Right. And until then, see you later.